Sports One Nation, it is the originals back like we never had a week off. That's right, folks. It is the Dukes of football powered by Rockstar Realty 317-503-8322. Buying or selling a home. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. Elite performance to give you this elite look you like it you like it three nope seven six it always gets me on that seven six five four nine nine one zero zero five call zach today or check out the new website where you can schedule your journey your beginning steps of the rest of your life seven six five four nine nine one zero zero five or elite pt indie.com and Doc Sports Picks, go over there, put PW Sports into the promo code to get your free $60 bet picks. And mybookie.ag, put in BW Sports 1 as a promo code, get 50% deposit match up to $1,000 and a $10 free bet. Damon, the one, what's happening on? Finally. You acknowledge my presence. I've been sitting here for three minutes and 37 seconds. I did. I said Dukes, plural. (laughs) (laughs) Logistics. What's up, bro? Hey, living life, brother. Living life. Hey, I understand it. I know the feeling that you have right now. I went through that same feeling because, you know, I had some, some funny business go on and at, at a place similar to where funny business went on at a place and so i know the feeling when you get to that that you know what i'm cool you know what i'm saying i'm cool so oh i'm cool yes bw sports one to the moon baby to the moon well, I'm 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 a person who likes to have his feet on the ground. Well, that's because you can't jump anymore, sir. When it comes down, it hurts more. Shit, it hurts just to be up. <laughs> Sometimes that is no lie, my friend. Sometimes that is no lie. What do we got going on tonight, sir? Hey man, I knew that we were going to discuss a little bit of free agencies because we kind of you know sidetracked it a little bit the last couple weeks you know we had a the um your high school buddy and nfl player on uh, a couple weeks ago it was our last show talking about that um the foam roller which i need to get the website so i can get one but (laughs) no straight bullshit (laughs) but um and then I guess we were going to do it tonight, talk about free agencies. But dun, the, aura, dun, dun, dun. the aura of positivity 
of BW Sports, the glow, the halo, the light, the light. Wanted to uh, share some inspirational thoughts for some of these free agents out here in the world. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BW1. Ah, damn, I sound like Damon now. BW Sports 1. <laughs> I know it happens. BW Sports 1, the Dukes of Football proudly present the wonderful, mystical, beautiful Monica P. 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 Who is that? Is that Wayne and Garth? Yes, that there is Wayne and Garth. <laughs> What's again, happening? Again, we're oh showing God, our age. You made me blush. You don't blush. Aww. I wore earrings for you. Oh, my. They're dazzling. Makeup, earrings. Brought the vibes, baby. That oh, was for us. That were our followers. I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's a free agent? I don't even know. Uh-oh. Damon, let's fill her in a little bit on the football lingo while I handle a little backside stories. Backside stories. Okay. Uh, a free agent is a person who's uh, at the end of his current contract looking for a new contract. So that, con that uh, contract can be offered by the current team or another team wanting his services. Now you have a differences of free agent. You have an unrestricted free agent and you have a restricted free agent. A restricted free agent means you you can look at other places, but ultimately the team, the team that you play for has last dibs. So say for instance, you play for the Colts and the Bears offer you 144 million for four years and you wanna take that deal. But the coach have a, I have the option to match that deal or make it better to keep you there. That will be your restricted. Now, unrestriction means you can do whatever the hell you want, go whatever the hell you want to go. Okay, cool. Okay, so did you catch all that? I, I did, and I kind of knew a little bit, but I'm not going to try to I'm not going to try to fake it. So I just thought I'd be upfront. So if you're not a free agent, you are what? You're in a contract, solid, don't have the ability to look anywhere else. Unless well, trades happen. Well, you okay. always have the ability to look somewhere else. It don't mean that it's going to happen. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. As, as in for right. Deshaun Watson right now saying that he wants to be out of Houston. Well, you can say it all you want to, but you're in the second year of your, uh, what is it, six-year deal. So you okay. can only say that you can, but ultimately it's still the team's choice of what they want to do with you. Got it. That makes sense. So. Yes. All right. So here, Monica, let's kind of, as you're looking into the off season of football, you know, you're looking at rest, relaxation, and you mentioned reflection to me. Kind of tell us what your um, inspiring mind brings to the off season of football to players, to coaches, to the staff, to everybody involved in the organization that is usually on the field that is having the off season right now. Well, you know, it's interesting to think like, what are they doing? Because I know all players operate differently. All coaches operate differently and we know they don't just rest, right? They work their ass off during the off season. They improve upon what needs to be improved upon based on their performance from last season. 
I'm sure they're watching reels, right? They're watching what they did wrong, what they did right. And I've always wondered like when a coach is talking to his players about the season on the whole, like, and maybe you can answer this, like, what do they do? Do they take you in there and do they, do they make a list of all the stuff that you did right first and then look at the mistakes that were made? I'm sure all coaches are different, but I think about the way that the brain works, the way that our brain is wired is that when we go into a reflective process, it's always better for us to look at what we did right first instead of what we did wrong first, because it puts us into a particular state of mind that we're less emotional and we're more logical. So we can look at what we did wrong from a more elevated space in order to make the changes that need to be made. So, but a lot of times we're operating from emotion, right? Like, especially in the middle of a game, uh, like during halftime, you go in and it's like, oh, like you're focused on, especially if you're losing, like what you've done wrong. Like it makes me think of the championship game, the NCAA championship game. Like Gonzaga just couldn't get their shit together, could they? I mean, they were down consistently 15 points the entire game. They were so stuck in their heads, right? And so it makes you wonder what happened in the locker room. They were, I guarantee they were highly emotional. And so I just have always wondered about like the, um, the, the standard practice with coaches um, because it's huge. I mean, our human nature, we want to focus on what we do wrong. We want to focus on what we need to fix. And this is our monkey mind trying to keep us safe. Um, we're just wired that way. It's like, okay, you plan for what's going to go wrong. So you're planning for the possible failure, but you're just, it, it takes you into emotion and you can't logically assess. So I think about that aspect of it. And I also think about the mindset work. Like athletes are doing so much more mindset work than they used to because we've got the science behind it now. Like we know how it improves your coordination, your ability to focus. I mean, meditation is huge. There are so many more athletes meditating now than they used to because it. what happens when you meditate is it sinks your, usually your brain's working either right or left, but not together. And boy, when you meditate, you hemi-sync your brain. And so you get your brain working together, both sides, and this improves everything, everything, your ability to memory, to um, remember plays, for instance, right? Memory in general, your ability to focus, your hand-eye coordination. Um, so that's the kind of geeky stuff I think about when I think of the off season, you know, like what are these guys doing to really get into the guys and girls getting into that mental space to really kick ass next season and let the old shit go. Right. Like to, to focus on fixing the mistakes, but to really forgive themselves so that they can not make the same mistakes next season. I like that. I think what she what 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 she's describing what we call as coaches and as players is the exit interview. Yeah, you know I mean? that exit interview where you go to you know you have this sit down with either your coordinator or your um, your head coach and you assess what the um, the last season was and you give like um, um, goals that you that they want you personally and you as a team to meet you know for your off season now i know 
um, some coaches back in my day, you was going to always get that negative. You know what I mean? Everybody will tell you about the positives because they want to blow your head up. That's how right. they thought. So, you know, I need you to move your feet better, Thomas. I need you to lose some weight, Thomas. You know, not, hey, you improved your rebounding by four, by four rebounds a game. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. But that's the difference with old coaches and new coaches. New coaches use analytics more. And they use more of the mental preparation with you, what you spoke of um, as well. You know, they understand, coaches now understand that there are two type, two type of athletes. You know, there's an athlete that you need to put that fire in. And there's another athlete that they, they do more when you have got your hands on their shoulders. You know what I'm saying? So coaches now have to figure out that more. They're more than just exiting O's or, or, or um, motivating. Now you have to manipulate, you know, uh, personalities as well. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's huge for coaches. But that extra interview is, I like it. You know, I like it, especially for my daughter. It gives her something that she knows what she needs to work on over the summer, which ties into her AU and goes back into her basketball. So it's great. There you go. Before we get any more positive in here, folks, we got to pay some uh, pay some bills real quick. So we'll, we'll be right back. That's right. Check out Elite Performance and get the elite body like this. <laughs> hey, bro. I like that one. I don't have that one. I need that one for just in yep, it. Just did it. That is great. I was like, hold on. That's different. Yeah. I like it. I do too. That's, that's what happens when I lend the personal trainer the GoPro for a week and get some footage for us. Bam! We get a commercial. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, real quick, Damon uh, mentioned analytics. A lot of coaches, the new generation is into analytics. Monica, I want to hear your concept of the analytics that people show and the mindset that that could or could not put an athlete, a coach, or whoever in in that particular position, knowing that we're just trying to, to tie in, you know, the offseason of football, the the you know the state of mind that the staff, the coaches, the players are in at this point in the season or in the year, um, kind of give us your inspirational touch on the analytics versus uh, personal, I guess. So when you say analytics, are you mean like the stats, like how many rebounds did they get, how many turnovers? Is that what you mean by that? Um, I, I think he's more of more of the the, the averages of the analytic part of not so much the uh team numbers but more of the the um more not so or so for instance a team is more likely or in baseball a guy's more likely 75 percent of the time that he's up he hits um right handers this way 
So we shift our defense this way due to the analytics. Okay. So you're looking, so you're making predictions based on previous behavior on previous pattern, whatever, like what people are typically doing. Right. Yeah. So I guess I'm, I'm trying to see, you know, how you feel on that aspect of coaching wise and how to either change, revamp, or mm-hmm. push that uh, more? Um, well, that's interesting. That's a good question because um, – Throw curveballs. You mentioned baseball, you know, I throw curveballs. Right? So, like, I get it. I get why they do it. Humans are very predictable, right? Like, we are creatures of habit. And this goes back again, I'm always talking about neuroscience, like we are hardwired. And when we start creating patterns and not just patterns in our lives, but patterns within sports, like, you know, what do you typically do in a specific situation? Like you repeat that behavior over and over and over again, because these neural pathways are created and myelinated, which is basically like reinforcing the bridge, reinforcing that connection. And so it makes complete sense to me that they would use analytics now because we have the technology, right? So why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they use that and then shift accordingly? But then you run into the concept of like further reinforcing that inability to change. So like if you've got some, you know, a specific player who seems to keep making the same mistake over and over again within the same situation. So we need to adjust this over here based on that for a human being knowing that like that is just an external reinforcement that that's what I'm going to do every time. And it just continues to hardwire that connection. Right. So, I mean, I feel like it could kind of be a catch 22 if I'm understanding it appropriately you know, because you're further reinforcing that pattern and kind of, so, I mean, I think it really comes down to good coaching too, because if you take the analytics and you're like, okay, we, we see this pattern of behavior within what's going on when you're in this situation, we've got the technology to show you. Now let's take it a step further, not just adjust our defense over here and planning on your fuck up. Let's, figure out how to fix it. Like, what can we do differently? How can we change that pattern of behavior within you so that we don't have to adjust over here? We're just going to adjust what you're doing. So, I mean, I see many, many different uses for analytics. And of course, they're going to, they've got the technology. They're going to use it, right? They'd be silly not to. Does that make sense? It it makes great sense. I was never really a big fan when they started using the analytical uh, side of it, amen, so to speak. I was like, man, that's kind of especially, and I really didn't like because it started in baseball. You know what I'm saying? It started with this shift. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, you got all nine defensive players on this side of the field. And it was amazing. And I started in the coaching mind of me came into it because it was amazing to me how the player sees everybody on that side of the field knowing that you want to go opposite field and still can't do it. Yep. Yep. Little uh, little tit for tat for the day. The Reds, yes, the Cincinnati Reds, folks, are five and one. And then small victories. 
Small victories. Because I'd like for you and Amara and all your Cincinnati people to enjoy a good season. But Fine. you already know how it's going to get with Cincinnati. It's only going to get about 82, 83 games in, and it's just going to start to just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, expectation <laughs> is everything. It is. It is. So, you're. We'll go with you're a Colts fan, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have a new quarterback in town. You have. Uh, I don't want to say baggage per se with him, but you got some negative fallback from his previous years at Philadelphia, who my, my team is. What do you think is, A, in the quarterback's mind, leaving his old team for a new city, new team, and what to expect, or not necessarily what to expect of the new team, but what may that player be looking for next season and while he's in the offseason now with a different team? I'm throwing them to you. I'm <laughs> throwing them to you. I'm coming okay. up on the fly right now. Okay. Uh, she looked she look confused. I have, I don't I think you need to repeat the question, bro. Yeah, I, I, let, me, let me help you out. Let me help you out. He's got it. <laughs> I think what he wants to know is what is the mental side? What should a player psyche be, or how should he feel when being traded? from an old team to go to a new team? What mental struggles would he have getting rid of one and adjusting to a new? Okay, so- See, I'm glad, that's why I got him around because I can't tell my question's good. Okay, so I need more clarification though. So tell me then, him being traded. Yep. So is this like, is this a, a, a negative that could, is in his mind, if he's being traded, he's getting got, gotten rid of or no? In, in certain aspects, yes, players. I mean, that's one aspect of a player's thought. The other aspect may be freedom and a new start. Right, okay. So with, your, mean, with your Colts quarterback, since you're a big fan, your, court, your Colts, uh, I would say he's thinking more of it's freedom and it's a new start. Damon, would you agree with that assessment of Carson Wentz? Um, I think it's not so much a freedom as more of a, um, not negative though. Yeah. Okay. not a, I mean, well, cause see, I, I see where you're going, Dan, and I see the question that she's trying to answer. You know, she wants to know is the trading because of negative play right. or is it just that, you know, we want something better or something like that. How should the player feel? Um, I was trying to gear it towards her and you as into understanding the mindset of a player when they know that they're being traded. How should a player feel? Should a player feel that he's being um, um, unproductive, you know, or should a player feel like, you know what, this is a chance for me to show that I am still this and can be this somewhere else. There you go. Right. I mean, that is such an individual question. Like, it will be for him what his story makes of it, right? Like, his background, right? How long was he at the other team? How old is he? 
How old is this dude? 27. Well, I don't know. I mean, he could okay, be because he played four like, years in college. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you know, any situation is what we make of it, right? Yep. So whatever story that he has in his head from his past, all these, you know, we pick up all these stories from other people's thoughts and impressions of us throughout life, right? We really carry around a lot of shit that's not ours that we really need to get rid of. And so, I mean, I can't really answer that question because it's all going to be based on what sort of carry, what sort of stories he's carrying around with him from his past, right? I mean, how is he going to interpret it? He's going to interpret it differently than somebody else is going to interpret it in the very same situation because they're a different person operating from a different background. So who knows? I mean, I guess maybe however he plays will kind of tell the story and right. Maybe he'll come out and just totally kick ass because he's in a really good state of mind and he feels like it's a fresh start. Maybe he's going to, totally bomb because he feels like a shitbird because they traded him. I don't know. You see the pun there? She said shitbird. I like it. Real quick. <laughs> gotta pay another bu- gotta pay in the bill. We'll be right what back. What is up everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, aka Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. That's right. Buying or selling home. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. <laughs> your timing is impeccable. <laughs> I love it. It's a uh, hell of a over. Oh, honey, we could go like this all night long. <laughs> <laughs> but we ain't. I pray for him every day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh. I don't know where he'd be without his black brother. <laughs> I don't know either. Great question there too. I'm gonna yeah, play. I'm gonna play Monica role. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I, need I need some clarification. I have yeah. no clue. Well, I can clarify. Um, his um, let's see, let's see. How can I say this in political terms? His uh-huh. his white side can be overpowering at times, and you know white booze tend to get in dumb situations. So you need your black friend to say, hey. It's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you've heard it here. Perfect balance. You know, it's a perfect balance. You know what I mean? Because if we're not going to do it, it's probably not a good idea. That's true. <laughs> Try to get him to go surfing with sharks. He didn't. Not a good work. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about adversity. This is something. Yeah, I'm catching it. This is how we're going to end the show, Damon. We're going to talk about adversity. Okay, adversity in sports. What does that mean to you, Monica? Oh God, I gotta go first. <laughs> oh, we, we can let Damon go if we'd like. 
Oh, they already know my part. They already know how I feel about the word adversity. I, mean, I don't even sports. know what the hell you mean by that again. Adversity in sports. Exactly. Like, what the hell does that even mean? Exactly. Is there true adversity in sports? Hmm. Well, from a neuroscience perspective, uh -oh. <laughs> I still have to, deep. am I allowed to cuss? No. You've already have. What's I know. Now? I dropped one F-bomb. I didn't know if there was a limit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm unplugged. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, adversity. Like, I don't really like. I don't really know what you mean. Like, adversity. Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Let you him Okay, so when people say that, you know, they've went through adversity. Now you no. have people that go through adversity in sports. Is this a true statement that there is true adversity inside the sports world? See, like, I don't I'll like wait. how I don't like how you answer that question. How you ask that question. You pose that question as in the sports world as a whole, as in things that happen in that entangle the sports world. No, is there the a true adversity on the field? On the court, in the ring, the cockpit. <laughs> there you go, in the cockpit of the car. Is there true adversity in that aspect of life in sports? <laughs> I don't think I've ever in my life. She's on my side. I can tell you right there. That's that's the response I have for okay, Damon, sport. But okay, so Damon, tell speak better for me then. Okay. So <laughs> the word adversity gets thrown around in sports a whole lot as in um in-game situations. You know what I mean? Like uh, they had to overcome, and the, the adversity they overcame was a twenty-point deficit inside a game. No, okay. that's not a that's not adversity. That overcoming twenty points in a game is not adversity. Now, uh, surviving three accidents with your butts flipped overs on the way to the game, and you still play the game—that's overcoming adversity. You know what I'm saying? Uh. In the game. Were you? Hey, oh my God! No, it's just part of the game. The twenty points yeah. is part of the game. Is that what you're trying to say? Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, you know, what kind of question is that anyway? It's a total bullshit question, and I want you to answer. It. <laughs> so, I mean, really, it's all relative, dude. It's you know, like what's your definition of adversity versus his versus hers? I mean, right? It's it's all based on your definition of what it is. Like Damon's, like, dude, if if you don't if some terrible shit that happened on the way to the game and then you got to play the game after some massive drama or trauma then it's all just part of the game but i mean i don't know i mean coming back from a 20 point deficit pretty impressive i call that a little bit of adversity maybe maybe a different ah it's a spectrum right that it finally took different <laughs> levels of adversity Right. So, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm always impressed when I see a team come back from 20 points. So I'll call that a little bit of adversity. I mean, nowadays coming back from 20, ain't really nothing in basketball and that's in football, true. that's three scores. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I guess <laughs> I really 
fucked that question up, didn't I? Hey, <laughs> no, I think I it fucked was, it up asking it, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you get asked a, a crazy it question, was, and you have to give a crazy answer. It was fun to get there, like you know, <laughs> not that way. I kind of figured it out. No, I've, I've kind of, I've kind of leveled off on the adversity word a little bit because, yeah, just like you said. There's, there's how you define it. You know I mean? There's four definitions of the word adversity in the Webster's Dictionary. So it's all where that word falls under your definition. I yeah. feel that, you know, adversity is a strong word. So you need a strong action to be adverse. You know what I mean? And so people feel that, you know, shit, man, I got out of bed, walked down the steps real good. So I, I, I faced that adversity of not falling down the steps. <laughs> that might actually be your true adversity on a daily basis. Well, not mine just yet. The dog, yeah, the last three steps has got a rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have a broken foot, then that's a whole nother level of walking down the steps. Okay. It it he's, becomes he's got a a cankle. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, stop it's it. It's not because it's fat, it's because it's surgically repaired. Not anymore. And well, it's it like needs this. to be re-surgically yeah. repaired <laughs> again. That's adversity. Hey, but it's 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 sexy, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it cre it creates the uneven shape of a dad bod. <laughs> well, again, sexy is relative. We all have a different definition of sexy. <laughs> and on that note, Damon, do you have anything else for the evening? I I do have a one thought for the evening. I do. I do. Oh um, my goodness. And I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what it was. I had it and it was oh, like perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. So while you remember that. Re yes, yep. you go and while I'm gonna you, rip all while while you remember that. Let's do the rundown, Monica, of the weekly show Sunday, <laughs> eleven o'clock in the morning. You got checkers and records, Tommy Boy, CWTV. Monday, bet your ass with Raphael as far as the 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday night. What do we got, Monica, Tuesday nights? Yep, Tuesday, 7.30. Woo-woo. What's the show called? Quantum Inspirations, baby. There you go. That's right, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday, catch the Dukes right here, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Thursday, that guy, the commish, the one, state of basketball with Storm, with Big Storm, not Little Storm, Big Storm, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Friday night's combat zone with you-know-who, the Lion, and rounding off the week at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, super kicking it with Steven and this weekend, folks, is WrestleMania. There's a WrestleMania special. DeLion is making his Squared Circle Talk debut. Yeah, brother. Oh, God. <laughs> Monica, let's hear your best wrestling no. impersonation. Oh, God. I can't. Nope, don't tell me you can't. I can't. Well, you look, tell look. me you can't, I'm firing you. Wrestling is <laughs> Don't Say what? miss WrestleMania. Or I'll come wrestle you down. Wow. I want me to. I'll come wrestle you down. 
This show just took a strange <laughs> turn. <laughs> Did you remember your one thought yet, sir? Yes, I got it. I yes, got it. I go got for it. it. Let's hear it. All right. So um, my question is, my, my one thought is, I'm not going to get into the politics and everything going around Deshaun Watson and his little issues going on, whatever. But I say this, and I say this, and I say this. If you are a high-profile athlete and you like massages of all kinds of sorts, there is a TV show, and most TV shows are based off things that happen in real life. Right, or they you don't know, get these ideas from somewhere, right? So um you need to get a Ray Donovan on your team. You need a cleanup man, you need a cleanup man to come take care of all of your massage issues. Do you need to do something? And that's that's my one thought. Get a massage, get a get a Ray Donovan, get a cleanup man if you're gonna be massaging or getting massaged and whatever, whatever. Just all saying. Right. Monica, let the wonderful folks at BW Sports One know where they can find you. I'm on Facebook. Hey, baby, I'm on TikTok, too. Uh. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, too. I just got cool. My kids think I'm really cool. Not really. Uh. They don't think I'm cool. But I am on TikTok. Um, I think I'm on TikTok at How to Shift Your Reality. Check it out. And Facebook. Monica Painter. Maiden name. Uh oh, she's going back, back to the original. Back. Oh, back to the OG. Yeah. That's right. Back to the OG. That's right, folks. She is on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and YouTube. Check her and out. you can get to her from our website at bwsports1.com. Bam. You know I mean? thank you for joining the Dukes tonight. And Damon, as always, what? do we do well we love to keep indie sporty most of the time but you know what i mean what better way to not pew pew than to namaste that's right pew pew. and we go hey who am i kidding pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>